you find the real estate market stressful, confusing, and complicated, then you've come to the right place. Stay tuned as Randy and his expert guests dispel the myths and give you a dose of reality. It's Real Estate Revealed. And here's your host, Chicagoland's premier home appraiser, Randy Barcella. A very enthusiastic and exciting welcome to Real Estate Revealed, and I am Randy Barcella. It is always a joy for me to be with you every Sunday morning. I am happy that you tuned in. Today's special show, holiday credit cards will be coming in the mail soon, right? Oh my gosh, it's post-Christmas now. Is mortgage refinancing right for you? Well, in studio is the premier mortgage loan consultant from the Loan Depot. Yeah, Pat Canone. Uh, five myths about financial professionals. Oh, I know a couple of them. I saw the, the movie Wolf of Wall Street. <laughs> uh, and to educate us is the premier certified financial planner from Country Financial. Yes, Gary Bronner. Also, uh, selling real estate with a business, uh, what are your options? And in studio is Teresa Mueller, yeah, the managing broker owner of the Trillium Group. Also, Cook County, RTLO law, what is it? I don't know, but in studio, we're going to find out because we have the premier property manager from GC Realty and Development, yeah, Mark Ainley. Yes, we do have a packed house this morning with a lot of valuable information, so get a paper and pencil ready. Happy post-Christmas, everybody. Happy post-Christmas. Hopefully everybody survived everything. And, uh, yeah, we're not. Uh, we're going forward full steam. What a show this year we've had. It was so exciting, and the show grew even more and more. And we're not even waiting uh, one step and missing a beat. We're going straight forward. Like uh, Pat Canone always says, he wants to pound that drum or bang that drum. <laughs> but you're, you're absolutely right. Um, every year... I talk to a lot of people, and you're the finance guy. The credit card bill comes in the mail in another three weeks or four mm-hmm. weeks, and they charged up five to 10000 and now they don't have the money to pay it back. But I know there's more to that, and I want to turn this over to Pat Canone from Loan Depot. Good morning again, Randy. How are you doing, Gary? I'm doing well, Pat. Great to hear. So, yep, I started the year banging that drum, and I'm still banging the drum at the end of the year. Um, New Year's fast approaching, and rates are still near historic lows. So if you've been on the fence to purchase, and we'll be discussing what to do with those holiday bills in a moment, or if you have PMI, or if your mortgage rate is above 3.25%, and if you're swimming in credit card or student loan debt, you're being given unbelievable opportunity to potentially cut your mortgage payment dramatically, consolidate debt, and or reduce the term of your loan. This is an unbelievable, and I've been sharing this week after week. This is truly a golden age to be a home buyer or an, a current homeowner. Um, before I address holiday bills, at the beginning of 2020, rates were in the mid threes. Right now, we're below 3%. We're actually 1% below where we were a year ago. It is remarkable. Randy, I'm sure you've seen your appraisal business explode this year. I was so busy in March, even before the lockdown. But after the lockdown, April, May, June, I'm seven days a week driving around looking at houses. It is. And then the spring market didn't come out in the spring. It came out in the summer. So July, August, September, it's purchases with refis. And now I heard 2.65, two and a quarter in the twos. Oh, my gosh. It it is truly unbelievable. And, Gary, one of the other things I also encourage individuals to do is to do a full financial plan so that if they do get savings by refinancing, let's take some of those savings and add it to your retirement planning. Right. Correct. I, I agree with that. So with rates down 1% year over year, what does that mean for a home buyer moving forward? 
So let's say at the beginning of this year, you could only afford a home mortgage of $300,000. Today, you, the equivalent, because of the drop in interest rates, you're going to be able to afford a home, uh, a mortgage of no more than $336,000. That's no. a $36,000 increase. $400,000 means that you're able to afford a home now at four fifty. It's a huge difference, and I know our realtor partners, such as Teresa, would indicate to all of us that that little bit will make a dramatic difference uh, over time. Now, the topic of the day. Uh, we've had a great uh, year. Uh, many individuals have been spending money towards gifts, and those holiday bills are going to start filtering through moving forward. Now, one of the advantages that we've seen, and Randy has been seeing this as well, is that there's been a tremendous amount of property appreciation out there. Many, many of the individuals who purchased homes 5, 10, 15 years ago have seen a dramatic increase in the equity that they have in yes. their home. It's, it's truly remarkable. Pat, this past summer, realtors are complaining they couldn't get the deal done for their um, buyers because there were three or four offers on a house that was listed for, let's say, 299000 It's sold for three and a quarter. Yes. I mean, it's been truly <laughs> remarkable, and that's a testament to the lack of inventory out there. But if you're a current homeowner and have been in your home several years, you may have built up enough equity to take advantage of lowering your interest rate, potentially lowering your payment, and hopefully consolidating some of that I did a refi last week, debt. and they said the rate was 6%. I said, wow. Six percent. Yeah, where's where they, they bought the house uh, twelve years ago? Oh, their initial rate was six percent. Yeah, and they still had six percent. They don't. Yeah. They never. A lot of people don't even think about no where their rate is. They just make the payment every month. There are literally still tens of millions of Americans today that can take advantage of today's low interest rates. It's it's even though we've had a tremendous boon in the refinance market and the purchase market this year, tremendous amount of opportunity out there for consumers. So if you get those holiday bills and you have the holiday blues because of those bills, now's a great time to see if it makes sense to consolidate debt. Now, it's not right for everyone. We have to make sure that it makes economic sense for you. But if there is a way for you to move some of that debt over and spread out those payments or take the savings and make more of a principal payment, you'll be able to pay down that debt much, much more quickly. So what, that's one of the keys is to sit down with a financial professional like myself and let's take a look at the pros and cons and see if it makes sense to refinance uh, some of that credit card or student loan debt. Refinancing may not always make sense. Uh, we do take a look at the possibility of how long you plan on being in that home. If you're looking at being in the home a short period of time, it may not make sense to refinance. And I'll share with you all of the ins and outs of that particular mindset if that's what your goal is to consolidate debt. As a matter of fact, I have a, a number of different uh, uh, worksheets and uh, information that I can send out to you after the show if you'd like. Another key reason with interest rates coming down uh, that individuals are looking at refinancing is if they have PMI, private mortgage insurance. This is an opportune time for you to rid yourself of PMI. Uh, it's money that's not going towards anything that benefits you. It benefited you initially when you purchased your home, but now if there's been price appreciation, why not get rid of PMI? And again, going back to my beginning And why uh, did somebody have to have PMI at the beginning? Well, at the beginning, m many individuals are not able to put as the 20% down payment that avoids PMI. Doing so allows an individual to purchase with as little as 3% down on a conventional loan. 
and get you into that dream home. And often, even with PMI, you're paying less on a mortgage than you might be paying on rental. And how do you get rid of PMI? It has to be 20% equity? Correct, Randy. That's right. You'd have and to. And a have, lot of houses have gone up in value in the last five years. I'll tell you that. Absolutely. So you have the opportunity of going up in value because of price appreciation, or because you've paid down the debt through uh, your own monthly mortgage payments. So it's been a remarkable, remarkable year, and we anticipate 2021 to be even more remarkable as far as the opportunities for consumers. And Pat, how could somebody get a hold of you for your more valuable advice? Absolutely, Randy. You can always reach out to me at 630-965-8138. That's 630-965-8138. Always feel free to either call or text me, even after the show today. Um, I'm also available on the web at patcanone.com. That's C-A-N-N-O-N-E. Remember, it's a golden age to be a home buyer, golden age to refinance. Give me a call. I'd love to help. Thank you, Pat Canone with the Loan Depot. Um, also, get out to Facebook right now. If you, I have videos of everybody in the studio this morning. Go to Real Estate Revealed on Facebook. Great videos of everybody in the studio right now. And speaking of great, uh, we got another financial wizard here. And I told him when he came in the studio, you look so uh, intelligent. I'm going to give you my money just looking at you. You look like a, a financial nerd. But um, expert, sorry, not a nerd. Five <laughs> myths about fi- financial professionals to educate us. Uh, here today is the certified financial planner from Country Financial. Yeah, Gary Browner. Gary, uh, welcome uh, and happy post Christmas. Happy post Christmas to you. I too, saw Pat a lot of commercials in the eighties and nineties about this guy who's a stockbroker. He's on his yacht and he got a phone call and he told everybody, "Shh, quiet down." And he's got to take the call. Well, you know, I worked my butt off for all this, you know, but it was a high commission. And then I saw the Wolf of Wall Street. So um, I guess there's a lot of preconceived ideas about how you guys rip people off or charge too much money. <laughs> Thank you for that great lead-in. Wow. <laughs> well, if if the coronavirus pandemic had a negative impact on your finances, you may be, you may be wondering about your options. And of course, I was just kidding because this guy Gary Browner, he's got the prime position as my co-host because he's so good at what he does. <laughs> Thank you. Gary. I love you, man. Uh, I love you too, buddy. <laughs> you can work with a financial planner to get back on track, or try to deal with it on your own to help you make the right decisions. We're busting five common myths about working with a financial planner. Number one, I'm not wealthy enough. No matter how much stuff you have or how much or how little money is in the bank, you worked hard to get it. And you know what? We're at music says we're coming up to a quick break. Oh my gosh, but I don't want to rush you at all because you have some valuable tips to let people know how to choose a financial planner and the myths associated with that. I'm Randy Barcella, your show host. Thank you so much for making this your Sunday habit. You are listening to Real Estate Revealed. We'll be right back. You're listening to Real Estate Revealed with Randy Barcella. It's so good, it's so good. And it's always so good to be with you every Sunday morning, especially right after Christmas. Happy post-Christmas. Happy, Happy Sunday morning. Hope you everybody survived everything. And uh, I, I think most of the gatherings have been in half, uh, starting with Thanksgiving and now because everybody's afraid to gather. But uh, we survived it. You can still go online and buy stuff. Go buy your local uh, things from your local store. So mm-hmm. I, I'm sure a lot of people had a really beautiful um, Christmas season this year. A lot of the lights in all the neighborhoods were up extra early this right. year because people were really wanting to have a really happy, good feeling about them. So I'm sure the holidays, mine was quiet uh, like it is every year. but uh, We had no leftovers. Yeah, right? We, we had lamb chops. That was it. 
Hey, welcome back, everybody. You're listening to the Real Estate Revealed Radio Show. Enjoyed every Sunday morning, 8 to 9 a.m. And uh, right before the break, we had on the premier, we still have him, the premier uh, financial planner, certified financial planner from Country Financial. Yeah, Gary Browner. And he was sharing with us, um, there's some myths about financial planners, and, and he's here to dispel those myths and tell you how great these guys are and how great he is. Yeah. Number one, some people feel I'm not wealthy enough. No matter how much stuff you have or how much or how little money is in the bank, you worked hard to get it. That's why it makes sense to talk to someone about protecting what you've got, even if you don't think you need a financial planner. You know why? Because you deserve it. Number two, my financial situation is too basic. Everyone needs to start somewhere, which is why it's smart to seek out financial wisdom, even if you think your current money matters are pretty simple. Just like a set of building blocks, you can start with what you have and add to your collection as you go. This can help you develop good financial habits that evolve as your life changes. Number three, I can put it off a few more years. No matter what the goal is, that's really a good reason to wait. Of course, we all like to start on that diet next week, but you'll reach your goal weight faster if you start watching what you eat now. Paying attention to your income and spending is a good habit to start tomorrow. No, no, I mean today. Number four, I need to be in a better financial position. Yeah, here, here. It's kind of like cleaning out your home before the cleaning person comes over. There's no need to be embarrassed about your situation or hide the facts. An experienced financial planner has seen it all. They don't judge you and can help clean up any potential messes. Number five, financial planners are just looking out for themselves. The Wolf of Wall Street. Most have a sincere desire to help people, and it's why they get into the business. Whether that's looking at your budget, protecting what matters now, or looking forward to the next stage of life, financial professionals can help you. Hey, Gary, when I was younger, I always thought that if I have a financial planner, boy, I must have, I have to have at least fifty or hundred thousand in the bank to give them to invest. But what if I have an extra five hundred dollars a month that I, I don't want to put it in the bank? Could I give you five hundred a month? You could. It's kind of like what Pat Cano was talking about earlier. You just did that refinance. You've gone from six percent or three and a half percent down to two and a quarter percent. And you're, you're saving on your mortgage. Now you have a few, maybe $100 extra or $1,000 extra a month. Every step, every journey begins with a first step. And that $500 or a couple hundred or $1,000 is going to start you towards your, your retirement, your college savings, whatever goal you have in place. So that's one of the options that you have available to you. And most financial planners I know will take on anybody at any dollar amount. We're not going to just kind of like say, oh, you know, forget it. Because you put it in the bank, it's right. a zero to one percent or something. I right. don't know. Exactly. I just helped a client out with of mine. He uh, was actually with a competitor, and he was asking about money market rates. And I just told him as a courtesy, why don't you ask them about this? And I mentioned a, a, a mutual fund. He went to them, and they said, no, 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 we don't, uh, we don't want to get involved in that. And so then he came to me, and we we're earning a. Um, about three and a half percent right now. Yeah, and so it's just the idea that it's with minimal risk, but it's just the idea that you have to be able to, you know, have someone to talk to. And if you don't have anybody to talk to, you're gonna just make maybe make make a bad decision or stay at a low interest rate or stay at that mortgage that has a six percent. So the myth versus reality is you don't have to be rich in a lot of money to seek out a financial planner. No, no, not at all. So ninety percent of the people are living paycheck to paycheck. So 
you don't have. There's not a lot of people that have a five hundred thousand in the bank to give you. Right, exactly. Or a hundred thousand. And there's some banks that are like that. Uh, one bank, I won't mention it, but you have to have a level of like a, a quarter million dollars before you even t- can have a a live person as your financial planner. Otherwise, you're dealing with their robo planners online through algorithms. Because I I read that. M- 90% of the people out there, maybe more, maybe 95% live in paycheck to paycheck. And if they have a blowout on their tire, they don't have the 300. Or if the refrigerator right. goes bad, they don't have an extra 1800 to get a refrigerator. Oh, they can't get that tow. Or, or what if the <laughs> furnace goes out? It's 3700 for a furnace. Right, exactly. So, so people need you, Gary. Exactly. I mean, it's just the idea that hey, this is an option that's available to everybody. And I just feel that you should take, a, take advantage of that option and work with somebody. If it's not me, you take my advice. It's kind of like, okay, I, I lost the battle, but I, I won the war because you took my advice and you searched out somebody in, in the profession. Did you have another point five, or did I cut you off? No, that was point five. All right, well, re- recap for the audience here. Okay, well, basically, it's just... All five. Yeah, all five is like, number one, I'm not wealthy enough. There's no such parameter. You can have a dollar, you can have a hundred million. Any planner will start working with you. A good example is if you had money and in March or April you bought a stock like Tesla and it was at around $400 a share, it just recently split five for one and it's now priced at around $600 a share. So that $400 grew to $3,000 in a matter of months. So I'm not saying that we're going to do that for you on a consistent basis, but those are things that you have available to you and money can be made very quickly. Also, money can be made can be lost very quickly too sometimes but it's just the idea that there's options available to you uh number two my financial my financial situation is too basic no such there's no such story there it's a, there's nothing too basic everybody's either a beginner or intermediate or an expert but where you're always going to want to deal with somebody who has another opinion so you could bounce that idea off them i can put it off a few more years it's kind of like you just want to start today. If you keep putting things off, you're just procrastinating, and you don't want to do that. Number four, I need to be in a better financial position. Like I said, if you have that dollar in your pocket, that's a good financial position to start with. And last, financial plan- <clears throat> financial planners are just looking out for themselves. You know, that I can't say all of us are going to be looking out or be a fiduciary who are going to be working with you in that respect, but... That's what you want to search out in your, for your financial planner is that person who's a fiduciary that's going to be working for you and in your best interest. I think you really calmed the audience down with a lot of confidence, and so I think they would like to call you. How can they get a hold of you, Gary? Well, you can call me uh, from 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. every day of the week, 630-863-4775. I'll repeat that, 630 863 Four seven seven five, or you can reach. You can go to my uh, uh, bio on realestatereveal.com and click on my face, and you can see my bio. Or you can go to my website at countryfinancial.com forward slash Gary dot Broner B R O N N E R. Nice. And if you get out to Facebook right now, I have videos of uh, everybody in the studio. Real Estate Revealed on Facebook. And Gary's right. Get out to the website for our show, realestatereveal.com, R-E-V-E-A-L-E-D.com. There's videos, biographies, testimonies. Wow. Thank you, Gary Bronner. Um, also, keeping it moving here with some more uh, great information, the premier broker owner, the managing broker owner of the Trellium Group, um, Teresa Mueller, she's talking about selling real estate with a business and what are my options? 
Educate me, Teresa. <laughs> Good morning, and thank you very much. Hopefully, everyone is enjoying this holiday season. And if I remember correctly, this time last year, I was saying on the radio with my New Year's resolutions that I was going to uh, try to not swear. And I mostly <laughs> was clean, except for when I did the, the Fs in retail, right? I was pretty good. Um, so I'm going uh, to throw a little bone out there. Anyone who contacts me um, in the first week of uh, January, between now and the first week of January, and uh, wants to know what my New Year's resolution is, I'll send them a gift card. So um, contact me, and I'll let you know what that resolution is. You can reach me at 630-715-9999. So last show, um, what I was talking about is should I buy, should I lease? And um, there's the flip side of that. So if you are a business owner, what are you going to do with that? So uh, if you've got business, does it make sense to sell the business? Does it make sense to sell the real estate, sell both? What are my options? And we are not going to rush you at all. Oh, my gosh. What a tease. But we're coming up to a quick break. That's how she does it. Teresa Mueller educates us. Um, I'm Randy Barcella, your show host. And happy post-Christmas, everybody. Hope your holidays went very well. Uh, mine was. And uh, we're back in action again, doing what we always do, trying to make your life stress-free going through this real estate mortgage and financial planning market. Um, I'm Randy Barcella, your show host, and you're listening to the Real Estate Revealed Radio Show, and we'll be right back with more of Teresa Mueller. You're listening to Real Estate Revealed with Randy Barcella. I like it like that, and I can't sing at all, but I can dance sounds a very good... Welcome back. Don't turn off that dial. This really is a talk show and not a dance party. But happy post-Christmas, everybody. I hope everybody uh, enjoyed it. I, I know uh, Thanksgiving was a less of a crowd in all the households because they were doing social distancing. And I'm sure a lot of people did the same thing for Christmas. But mine was quiet. Uh, and uh, how was yours, Teresa? Thanks, Randy. All right, uh, good. Had, so had happy Christmas. Yeah, uh, Teresa Mueller, she's the premier managing broker owner of the Trillium Group. She's our commercial retail, industrial, and residential uh, realtor. So, and right before the break, she was talking about, you're selling real estate with a business. What are my options? Um, and you just started educating us. So maybe you want to recap what you said before the break and then move into the group. Yeah. So, yeah. If, so if you're, if you have a business to sell, there are a variety of options, but you know, if you ask me, okay, how do I evaluate this? I'm going to ask quite a few questions beforehand, right? It's first of all, what type of business is it? Um, do you have real estate associated with it? Um, can can you sell the business, the real estate, or both together? What makes the most sense? And how do I evaluate that? So starting, I'm going to have a little pop quiz here. Everyone's getting nervous. Um, if you are selling your business, let's start with that one, okay? You're selling the business, but you're not selling the real estate. When are examples of where it makes sense to just sell the business, but not the real estate portion of it? So, Mark, you have any uh, guesses? It's not multiple choice. <laughs> <laughs> so, when the seller can retain, seller of the business can retain the real estate as in, for investment purposes for the new buyer of the business to hold and, uh, and uh, as an investment. 
Right. That would definitely be one really great example of, okay, um, I'm tired of doing this business. I'm ready to get out of Dodge, um, but I would like some passive income. So I'm going to sell the business portion, but keep the real estate and they will pay me. You know, I have had clients where they've sold their business and they said, you know what, I'm still going to um, have this property managed and I'll collect income from the rent side of things, just maybe not the business. And they may even sell a, a portion, say, hey, I get percentage of the proceeds. There's all different ways that you can structure that. Um, and also, if you're thinking about um, when you're selling just the business, you obviously have to have a book of customers. So, you know, what are some examples of companies that would make sense to sell the business and maybe not the real estate? I, I see it all the time. A, a lot of uh, manufacturing businesses and uh, especially uh, any sort of, sort of like storage or facility type uh, businesses. Okay. So that's one aspect. But also, if you think about one's that are not tied to the real estate, right? Like say you're an accountant, you have a huge book of business and you sell just the accountancy portion, right? Or um, a restaurant. Now that could be both ways, but you definitely could sell the restaurant and lease the space back. Um, medical, eye, dental, et cetera. Insurance. Again, insurance. insurance. Anything where you have a book of business, it may make sense to sell that, especially whether you, you may not even own real estate, but you know, there's still the business component. Then there's the the selling the real estate. Sometimes it makes sense to sell the real estate. You have a business there, but it doesn't. You're not you're not going to sell the business portion with it. And why would that be? In, in those situations, it just doesn't. Uh, it can be more uh, lucrative for the the seller in, in that scenario. Well, I mean, think about right now uh, the kind of distressed properties that you have. You could have hotels, office spaces. So uh, maybe a company had formerly owned an office space and now everyone's working from home. So it may not facilitate that same use, right? There's less utilization of office space at the moment and it may be redeveloped. So whatever business was there and it's either their work from home or it's not a current business model, whatever, it there's no valuation in that business for you to sell it with that real estate. That makes sense. So then there's the example where you absolutely totally make sense to be selling both at the same time, the business and the real estate intrinsically together. So if you had to come up with examples of that, what that might that be? Well, I know for us, uh, we've sold uh, pizza joints in the past. So restaurants, a lot of times, uh, the, they go hand in hand with each other because usually the space, the location, uh, the, the being in the neighborhood makes has value in the business uh, that's being sold. Right. And the restaurant could go either way. It's selling the business, it could, yes. you know, rental income, or it makes sense to sell it as a package. Other examples would be like, say, a, a gas station, yep. right? So that's already a revenue, the real estate. You're probably not going to use it for something else. Maybe you could. And right now that's still a top hot retail. Um, so there's lots of examples where it makes sense to sell them together. So the next time, um, you know, we've talked about the options. We could say sell the business. We could sell the real estate. We could sell both. The next time when I'm on the show, one of the things that I would like to talk about is valuing that business in real estate. How do we go about doing that? What's involved? Um, and then going forward, since this is New Year's, I, I want to remind everyone, if you call me and contact me to find out what my New Year's resolution, and it's not just not swearing because that didn't even actually really work out this year, you can contact me anytime. Um, of course, I still try to live by worrying is not useful. This too shall pass and be thankful, right? So I got to add on to that. Uh, you can contact me anytime through trellium.com. I'm all over the internet, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, all that. 
or uh, my my cell phone is uh, 630-715-9999. One Thanks. more time on the phone number, Teresa Mueller. 630-715-9999. Thanks. Or, or just get out to the website for the radio show, realestatereveal.com, R-E-V-E-A-L-E-D.com. There's testimonies and biographies. You could vet everybody on the show. We have such a great lineup to serve everybody. In fact, that's how the show was brought about. Because we know that buying real estate or selling real estate or getting a mortgage or having a property manager or an attorney or financial planning could be very complicated, very confusing, and stressful. Did I say stressful? It doesn't have to be that way. This is your show where we draw aside the curtains, peel back the layers, and open the doors, dispelling the myths versus reality. We'll be right back with Mark Ainley. You're listening to Real Estate Revealed with Randy Parcella. It's not on news you want to be Welcome back to the Real Estate Revealed Radio Show. Enjoyed every Sunday morning, 8 to 9 a.m. on AM 560 The Answer. I'm Randy Barcella, your show host, and I hope you all had a pleasant Christmas. I know I did. It was calm. It was quiet. And I think most of all the big parties were calmed down and because of social distancing. But uh, this year, more than ever, I saw people putting up the lights two and three weeks before Christmas. I mean, before Thanksgiving, because people were really in the mood to want to have more good feeling in their life. And so we made it. We made it. Merry Christmas. Now we've got one more New Year's left. Um, but let's continue on with this great show because we love bringing our audience valuable content and information. And this one here, really, I, I don't know anything about this. And I thought I knew a lot about real estate. But Cook Carney, RTLOLA. What is it? Um, I don't know anything about this, but we have the premier expert. He's the property manager from GC Realty and Development, Mark Ainley. Good morning, Mark. Good morning. Good morning. I, I think this year, along your lines of uh, Christmas lights, this was the most impressive year ever uh, that people made a big deal about Christmas lights, like the contests. And I know just my neighborhood alone was lit up more so than ever. So uh, people are bored and, and looking for the holiday spirit. So it's been yeah. a lot more fun with the, the kids. The you know before we dive into the uh, the RTLO, I want to just say one more thing. Uh, a couple weeks ago, the eviction moratorium was extended into January, so the state level eviction moratorium. Now, if the, the the state has those laws and then the county has their own laws, but the there's a whole bunch of I'll call it loopholes that landlords that have uh, issues of uh, tenants not paying for non-COVID issues, uh, maybe just uh, tenants that they have that are taking advantage of not being able to be evicted. There's some loopholes that have opened up. So I'll just put out, I'll put my number on the end. But if anyone has any questions, I can uh, kind of give it twice. Give it now. And then at the end, 630-781-6744, 630-781-6744. Or you can check out on uh, Real Estate Revealed website. It links right to our website, to our website. And uh, but there's a lot of information to know, and, and I couldn't even pile it on here in the next five minutes just on the evictions and what your options are as a landlord right now. So I could definitely help you with that off the air. So Mark, can I ask you because um, you said you know the, for the eviction process, what is the percentage of payment now? Like how what is the delinquency rate, or you know are are people paying? Because you know so many months ago when they were getting stimulus checks, etc., still a high percentage were paying their rent. What is it? At, where are we at now? So the Midwest has some of the best numbers as far as uh, paying versus not paying. Chiching, uh, call us to invest here. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> so um, 
you know, compared to the coast, we're doing way better. For us, we're, we're, we're doing pretty good. I think we're in the low 90s still as far as people paying. So we have very... So it's stayed pretty consistent. It hasn't been bad. Um, one of the issues we had was uh, in order to be behind or in order to qualify for the grants that uh, Illinois handed out, you had to be behind. So some people stopped paying in August just to qualify for that. And the, the rollout of getting those funds ended up taking a couple months longer. So we ended up getting a handful of tenants delinquent for that reason, which is... Uh, you know, there's always, you know, every time you, you put either a grant out there or something that's supposed to help tenants, there's sometimes uh, um, unintended consequences. So, right. um, but yeah, no, so as far as us as an operation, uh, us as a city, uh, us as a kind of metro, we're, we're doing better than the rest of the country. So, um, but I, I think you have two type of uh, non-paying tenants right now. You have the uh, ones that uh, truly have been affected. And, and I think for us as a personal uh, experience in this, They've been very cooperative. You know, either they're like, "Hey, I'm going to leave. I'm going to go stay with a friend," or we're going to, uh, you know, you know, make small payments, or if we could extend payments or pay weekly. They've been very flexible. Uh, for us, the trouble has been the tenants that have just tried to take advantage. Like they locked the door, pulled down the shades, and said, "You can't do anything." So I'm not going to pay. So that's been uh, that, that's really where uh, some of our listeners here have the ability to start taking some recourse against that type of tenant. Um, so. Um, it, it, everyone, as far as uh, COVID affected, you know, they've been more cooperative, and, and I, most most landlords and, and housing providers uh, they want to. And what's RTLO? That sounds like a tongue twister. So RTLO <laughs> is, uh, you know, actually the real thing I was going to talk about today. But RTLO <laughs> is the sorry to sidetrack you. No, it's the, this is the Teresa Mueller show, everybody. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's the <laughs> residential tenant landlord ordinance, which is proposed for Cook County. So. Right now, for anyone uh, in here that knows real estate or Chicago, Chicago has uh, the Chicago Residential Landlord-Tenant Ordinance, which is basically the laws that you have to follow as a landlord and uh, the, um, the rights you have as a tenant. Now, there's nothing like that outside of Chicago. Evanston has something. Uh, Mount Prospect has something small, and uh, DeKalb, I think, has something as well, too. But um, they're now proposed as one for Cook County, which means if you're in Barrington, if you're in Schaumburg, if you're in Berwyn, if you're in Tinley, you now will have to, if you're going to be a housing provider, landlord, you have to follow these new uh, laws that are proposed. Now, the proposal was up uh, to be voted on a couple weeks ago, and it was uh, because there's so much outreach from uh, Chicago Apartment Association uh, of Landlords, uh, from uh, you know the, all the different housing groups uh, that represent landlords, the uh, Northern Builder Association, all of them really came together and, and really pointed out a lot of the unintended consequences that could really hurt tenants, um, even though this is supposed to be for, to benefit tenants. So the, the whole, uh, conversation around affordable housing, uh, came up of, you know, this is going to push up or push away the affordable housing that, that's being tried to, trying to be preserved in a lot of these neighborhoods. So, um, the proposed proposal was pretty hefty. It was actually a little more strict, a little more heavy on the guidelines and risk for, for housing providers than the Chicago ordinances. And everyone pushed back. No one, they learned from the Chicago ordinance not to just say, get rid of it altogether. Um, we've all tried to say, all right, we accept that something's got to happen, but let's, let's work on these five or six key items. And, and that's what. Hey, Mark, we're coming up to a quick break, and I don't want to rush you at all. This is really good information regarding tenants and landlords. Um, I'm Randy Barcella, your show host, and you are listening to the Real Estate Revealed radio show. Enjoy it every Sunday morning, 8 to 9 a.m. Hey, I've got videos of everybody in the studio this morning if you want to tune in. Go to Facebook, Real Estate Revealed on Facebook. I have videos of everybody. Also, the website for the show, realestaterevealed.com, R-E-V-E-A-L-E-D.com. A lot of great information about our co-hosts. We'll be right back with more of Mark Ainley. 
back to Real Estate Revealed with your host, Randy Parcella. You're like, heaven on earth can't take my eyes off of you. You're too good to be true, and I can't sing at all. But, oh, we play the best music here, don't we? Welcome back to the Real Estate Revealed radio show. Enjoy it every Sunday morning, 8 to 9 a.m. Happy post-Christmas, everybody. I know uh, it was all nice. It was all pleasant. Um, and people got their lights out extra early this year, like Mark was saying. And it, we, we all made the best of it, for sure. Uh, but uh, Mark Ainley, the premier property manager from GC Realty and Development, had some few uh, recaps about the RTLO law and what it is. Yes, so it's coming for all landlords in Cook County, no matter what. Um, and the the uh, what we're trying to do now is trying to at least curb some of the more extreme items, like such things on the proposal is uh, limiting the late fee. The late fee originally proposed was $5 for the first th- uh uh, $10 for the first $1,000 and 5% after it, which really leaves a little incentive for tenants to even pay on time. Um, so we're trying to at least get that to match what the Chicago's is, which is uh, $10 for the first 500 and 5% after wow. it. Um, there's some mandatory, uh, the, the word mandatory sentencing that's been done. So even if you have the smallest, um, you make the smallest infraction, such as being uh, not paying the seven cents interest for the security deposit, you potentially be uh, fined three months uh, plus attorney fees. Hey, Mark, how can somebody get a hold of you for a more detailed list? Yeah, so I want people to get a hold of me to find out how they could help us uh, um, kind of uh, push some of these bigger items. So uh, 630-781-6744. We're working with the IAR and we're working with the CAA. We're, we're doing all this stuff to kind of have the community kind of uh, unite to go and work with us against uh, Cook County right now. Fantastic. Mark Ainley. And uh, I always finish the end of the year shows, everybody, with fun facts about myself, fun facts the co-hosts will share with you. You know Teresa Mueller is the real estate expert. You know I'm the real estate appraiser, realtor, and the show host. And Mark Ainley is the premier uh, property manager with uh, GC Realty and Development. And I think we're going to share with you um, a fun fact about us that you don't know at all. So, um Mark Ainley, what's a fun fact about you that the audience doesn't know? I am a huge history buff, and I take the history, like when, I, when I'm reading a history, I'm watching videos in history, I take it even a step further. I'm always trying to imagine what it would be like to live in that era, and especially wow, Chicago nice. history. I love localized Chicago history, you know, and all these suburbs that were built in the last 60 years. Yeah, and, fantastic. Didn't know that. Wow. T- and, and Teresa Mueller, what's a fun fact about you? Okay, so it should probably be appropriate because it's radio. Um, I'll feed off of what Mark said. He was kind of giving me the business because I went and got water out of the faucet and, because it's you know difficult to get water around here right now. And I said, hey, my undergrad was geology. I was pretty gritty. And uh, one of the things, we went camping for like 10 days. It was either New Mexico, Arizona. I don't remember which trip it was. And we couldn't shower the entire time. So let me tell you, the shower at the end after no, 10 days in the desert is really rewarding. So I could be gritty. I could also go hiking in my white boots, but uh, might be get a little messy. <laughs> Fantastic. Fun facts about everybody. And me, Randy Barcella. Um, fun fact that uh, you don't know about me, I was a flight attendant and an instructor, EPT, Emergency Procedures Instructor, with American Airlines based at ORD, which is O'Hare Airport. How about that? Um, hey, uh, I want to thank the other co-hosts who are not a part of the show today, but they will be next week. Sandra Wright, Realtor from Chicago Properties. Vince Arricchio, Premier Commercial and Residential Attorney. Brad Heddock, owner of Commercial Lending X. And, of course, Debbie Schreiner, the Premier Producer here at AM560, The Answer. And I always like to finish the show with inspirational quotes. Um, 
you know what? You can have everything you want in life if you help enough other people get what they want, right? Zig Ziglar. And uh, you know what? You will get there. You will when you are meant to get there. So relax, breathe, and be patient. And uh, you know what? I am thankful for nights that turned into mornings, friends that turned into family, and dreams that turned into reality. I am so thankful for my life and such a great year and for such a great audience. And uh, wow, thank you, everybody. If it wasn't for you, we would not be here 13 years later. And uh, it's because of you, the audience, not us. It's because of you. And uh, thank you all so much for making us your Sunday habit. Be well. Make it a great week. Happy New Year. And uh, I can't wait to see you next Sunday morning right here at AM 560 The Answer at the Real Estate Revealed Radio Show.